September, so it worked out really well. Um, so I'm excited about that, um, and sh I'm sure we'll all pop in there somehow in his devotional books. Amen, amen. Um, so I'm going to look at Luke chapter 5. Um, Luke chapter 5, verse 12, and um, we're going to be reading about Jesus. Let me make sure I got my timer there so I don't go over because I'm so long-winded. Um, I'll go ahead and read here. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came to him who was covered with leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he bowed down with his face to the ground, and he begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. So he reached out his hand and he touched him, saying, I am willing, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Then he ordered the man to tell no one, but commanded him, go and show yourself to a priest and bring the offering for your cleansing as Moses commanded as a testimony to them. But the news about him spread even more. Large crowds were gathering together to hear him to be healed of their illnesses. Yet Jesus himself frequently withdrew to the wilderness and he prayed. We see Jesus being approached by a leaper who is not allowed to be touched. Unclean under the law, he must scream out wherever he goes, unclean, unclean. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. For as long as they have been identified as a leper. What is most interesting is he has the audacity to be in public with the rest of us. They don't belong in our society. We just deal with them because we don't have a cure and they're out in public. A painful reminder of the frailty of life, here he is limping towards Jesus and untouchable. And what does Jesus do with this limping man, this contagious man? He speaks and says, Lord, if you are willing, will you make me clean? And Jesus, what does he do with this contaminated man? He reaches out and does the unspeakable. He touches the leper. And instead of the disease infecting Jesus, Jesus infects the disease, leaving the man as if the bacteria never entered his system. The man quickly leaves to tell the priest and gives an offering. And instead of keeping his mouth shut, he tells everybody. Soon crowds of sick people begin to seek out Jesus, a hypochondriac's nightmare. And Jesus began to feel overwhelmed, and everybody wanted a piece of Jesus. But even he, who was God incarnate, he was still human. Not a ghost, not Superman, and only kryptonite affects him. He was a real human. You're going to get into fistfights with some people when you say that. He was human. God incarnate was human in every sense of the word. 
And humans have something that is not emphasized in modern society. We don't like to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it tonight. And some of you are going to get really upset about this. Humans have limitations. I know, I know. And that's my title today, the God of Limitations. Jesus had to frequently withdraw from the crowds. And the key word here is in verse 16, frequently, not occasionally, not seldomly, but regularly, often. It was common practice for him to withdraw from the sick crowds and pray with his inner circle and by himself. I'm speaking to leaders tonight. You guys are the faithful, the core. Because you know the great physician, because you know the master, sick people will be drawn to you. Because when you bring Jesus to them and it starts to have a positive effect in their life, they're going to tell more sick people and more sick people will want to seek you. Because you know the great physician. In essence, everybody is sick or broken. That's the PC word, right? The political word. We're all broken or we're all sick. We need Jesus. And we will become exhausted like Jesus. And Jesus perfectly lays out a plan for us to follow. He needed to frequently withdraw from the crowds and connect with God. Tonight, I want to talk about something so critical to a disciple's life. I want to talk about self-care. Self-care is only possible if you know you are limited. You have limitations. You are not omnipotent. You cannot run yourself ragged. You are limited. Do you know that? Our society does not like this term. I was trying to look for a good slide. Oh, it looks like my picture didn't make it. That's all right. I was trying to look for a good picture, and I kept finding pictures. Break through your limitations. Push past your limitations. Instead of saying, embrace your limitations. Thank God for your limitations. No, no, it was like, push back, push back. And if you get sick, that's fantastic. We have medicine. So we can keep going. My daughter just got, um, she got diagnosed with strep throat. Naturally, it takes three weeks to work it out of her system. But we gave antibiotics, in 24 hours, she'll be fueled. Boom, 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 boom. Limitations what? Just take medicine for that. Running slow? Go to Starbucks. 
40% more caffeine than any other type of coffee. I don't know if you guys knew that. That's right. You just get that shot of espresso in you, putty. Let's go. We got a lot to get it done. Come on. Go, 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 go. And, and that's what Jesus models, right? He just kept going and going. No. God incarnate. You know, it's funny. God could have just had an espresso shot or he could have like connected somehow and just recharged himself. I mean, he could do whatever he wants. But he never did that. Why? I think he, he did that because we he's trying to be an example to us. Hey, I have limitations just like you. I'm willing to stop. Are you? Are you willing to stop? And dealing with sick people, because you are stable, people are drawn to you, it's, it's draining. I mean, look at Jesus. He had to pull away frequently. Sick people were coming left and right to get healed. And he said, all right, I got I to gotta pull back now. Are you pulling back? Are you connecting with God? Not on Sunday. I mean, are you talking to him throughout the week? Are you connected with him throughout the week? He demonstrated limitations for our sake. Does that mean, are we allowed to say no? I was raised up that you never said no to the pastor. You always said yes. That's a very, very unhealthy model. Doesn't matter. I got an I gotta exam tomorrow, but I'm here in the church working. Jesus is just going to fill, you know, he's just going to give me, magically give me the answers. A, B, C, and D. Boom, boom, boom. That's it. Burn myself out for the kingdom. There's nothing more spiritual than that. Right? Because that's what Jesus did. He burned himself out. Oh, he didn't. That's right. God incarnate. He gave a good model for all of us to follow. And I have, I have an issue. Um, I have a hard time with balance. I am a compulsive, obsessive person. Um, and I... I'm a 34-year-old man who thinks I have no limitations. I think I can do it all. Boom, just give me coffee and I can do it. What do you need, sweetheart? I got it. Stay up till 2, working on things, I can do it. I mean, eventually, it's not sustainable. That's the problem. It's not sustainable. <laughs> you can do it. Then you're going to get mad at God and you're going to be really cranky. No one's going to be around you. He, he's one of those Jesus people, man. You don't want to be around those guys. Look how angry he is. Right? Ruin your witness because you're burned out for the kingdom. Balance is hard. We have to learn, speaking to myself here, slow down. Why? Because I have limitations. 
and that's okay. Is that okay? Can we say that? Can you say that to yourself? I have limitations. Can we just go ahead and practice that? I have limitations. That's good. That's the first step. <laughs> Psalms 121.4. Look, Israel, protector does not sleep or slumber. I, my title is the God of limitations, meaning the God who embraces your limitations. Not that God is limited. And that's why we have limitations, is our trust is in the Lord. We don't have to save everybody. I can stop because I serve a God who's going to fill the rest of the way. I think God embraces limitations. When you are weak, I am strong. When you embrace weakness, when you embrace your limitations, God fills the rest. So what does that mean? That means a disciple needs to sleep seven to eight hours a night. And if you're younger than that, ten hours. Well, I don't agree with that. Four hours and boom, I'm ready to go. Okay. You're warned. Got a limitations. I've gotten older. And when you get older, you need less sleep. Everybody knows that. That is not true. That is a myth. I read it on Wikipedia. <laughs> well, Candace uses this. I'm sorry, Cassandra. We had a discussion about the sugar company. That is a myth. You still need rest. That doesn't have to be eight straight hours. You can have naps here and there. <laughs> I'm talking about disciples, right? This is, this is about us being effective in the kingdom. I have to get down to the nitty-gritty, right? Sleeping. Sleeping is huge. Yes, People are not sleeping. Americans are not sleeping. 80% of Americans are sleep-deprived by at least two hours a night. This is the statistic. I'm not making this up. We're overworked. We're not sleeping and we're ornery. And we're cutting people off in traffic because we're tired. We have no patience. And praying extra hard doesn't help. You just need to sleep. <laughs> Is this good? Is this all right? Hey, I'm talking about self-care here. It's okay to take a nap. If your body is so tired, you're falling asleep, sitting down, that means you're overtired. Go to bed. I have Kale. I have Kale. He's, he misses his nap because he doesn't want to miss out on what, whatever is happening in the house. I have no idea what's happening, but he thinks he doesn't, he's going to miss it out if he falls asleep. And he's sitting next to me. This is yesterday. And he's just like falling asleep. He's trying so hard to stay awake. And I put him down. This is when he was a little younger. I used to put him down in the crib. Like he would fall asleep in my arm. Then I put him down. And then he would just like. 
and he'd pull himself and bring himself right back up. <laughs> Go back down! <laughs> Go to sleep! It's like Rocky Balboa, he just keeps coming right back up. <laughs> like, stay down! It's okay to take naps. That's, you're not being lazy. If you're exhausted and you're falling asleep sitting down, that means you're overexhausted and you need to sleep. But society doesn't like that. You need to be working 50, 60 hours a week. That's healthy. God help us. God help us. Self-care. Self-care. Will we... Embrace our limitations. Embrace our limitations. And then the music could come. Um, so growing up, I had this, this idea. You never, said yet, you never said no to the pastor. You always, you always worked. You always worked in the kingdom. Boom, boom, boom. You didn't, it didn't matter what was going on. You could have a massive exam. You just said yes. doesn't matter. And, um, and we had a, a, a guy who I used to work with. We, we grew up in the same leadership. Um, and... Great guy, great guy. His, his dad is involved, a um, uh, pastor. I don't want to say too much because I don't really know who this family is. But um, we used to work together in youth ministry. And uh, woke up one morning, fell asleep at the wheel, crossed the median, and hit a tow truck. Bounced right back out, and a semi <laughs> hit his car. Instantly killed him. He fell asleep at the wheel. He's involved. Where was God his protector? What kind of God are we serving? I'm burning myself out for the kingdom. He should protect me if I fall asleep at the wheel. And God's saying, where did I say for you to exhaust yourself and not sleep? Where is that in my scriptures? Did you not see the life of Jesus? Did he not take a break? Did I not demonstrate that to you? Embrace limitations. Don't break through them. Embrace them. And trust that God will meet you there. I'm not trying to be negative here. I'm just, I'm just explaining. Don't go past the scriptures and get mad at God. Are you willing to embrace your limitations? Are you going to embrace self-care? I'm trying to show an, ex as an extreme example, but it, I doubt any of us are going to fall asleep at the wheel. I pray to God not. But, but are we willing to embrace our limitations? Are we willing to slow down and trust that God will fill the rest? And just say, okay, God, I'm spent. You're just going to have to fill the rest. I've been trying to study for the sermon. I've had a puking daughter and everybody's sick. I couldn't have find the time to study. And I just said, you know what, Lord? You're going to fill the rest. <laughs> You're going to step in. Have Bible, we'll preach, right? You're just going to fill the rest. And he always does. Amen. Why don't we stand? Amen.